0: On this episode of Geeky Topics Roundtable, we talk about the best in-game romances between fake people. Fanable.com, our lovemaking is consistent and good. Question, quotation. Question (laughs) (laughs) mark. And good. (laughs) How to create a love connection between characters. Uh, Just like in real life. (laughs) You're really fun at the bar. How much are you? (laughs) (laughs) How to build a baby. A terrifying, winged, projectile-wielding baby. Before, I was a little thing that brought health out, and now I have a rocket pack. And finally, we discuss the best game to find that special someone.
1: Fuck you, and mm-hmm. fuck your life,
0: yeah. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> You're
1: right. stealing 20s, I see it. Yeah.
0: Here on Fandable.com. <sighs> Welcome. Happy Valentine's Day! Sorry.
1: <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Day, Mother. <laughs>
0: Hello? Happy Valentine's Day!
1: <laughs>
0: oh, let's cut this out. Hey, everybody. <laughs>
2: How are you, David?
0: I uh, know <laughs> where you're sleeping. Yeah. yeah, that's what my you know girlfriend from high school gets every year. Yeah, Valentine's Day, including the part where I Say happy, happy Valentine's Day, mother. <laughs> and cut that out. That's evidence. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, last known audio of David. Yeah. Um, so, welcome to Fanable.com role-playing podcast for another geeky topics roundtable discussion.
1: Woo! Ooh, We're please. coming to you
0: live-ish on Valentine's Day here in lovely, lovely Queens. Snowy landscape, Queens. Uh, it's romantic. Hey,
3: what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, say landscape.
2: I say hellscape. Yeah. It is uh, it's, yeah.
0: not, it's not an escape. Sadly, there is no escape from. Que- you see what I did there, guys? Yeah. Guys,
2: silence.
0: Okay. Nothing's more romantic than shoveling the driveway. That was the joke I was warming up to. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. so I'm joined by my normal cohorts, uh, Billy, Angela, Daniel, and Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are here to discuss uh some more of the trials and tribulations of love and geekery, an extension of last uh, GTRT. Uh, the last one was so popular, we decided to keep going with it. And yeah. it's not that
2: we ran out of ideas or anything. It was just popular. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. popular.
0: Yep. Yeah,
4: it's not on this Wanna list. Be- oh, I mean, be- we're freeform ideas people.
0: Yep. Fanable.com, our recommendation for lovemaking is if it's kind of popular once, just keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they love. <laughs>
2: That's actually not even that bad advice, yeah. really. <laughs>
3: So our That's- love making is the metronome,
5: of <laughs> <laughs> tick tick
4: tick.
0: Yeah. as long as this works, you just don't fix it. I know. Yeah. yeah, as
4: no?
5: long as it's consistent and good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, fantastic.
3: Yeah. I, I love how we, she's like consistent and good, and we're like, uh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are,
5: There's a caveat to everything.
4: Consistent and we try. Let's make that. A, let's
0: make that a Valentine's Day T-shirt. Fanable.com. Our love making is consistent and good. Question quotation. Question. Mark, <laughs> and good <laughs> and fine. <laughs> how Painful was it like, um, fine adequate yeah. <laughs> met
4: all expectations <laughs>
0: hit all yeah. the right spots eventually eventually yeah. yeah uh all right so uh we've got a couple questions here and let's get to it uh the first one we've uh called 50 shades of great now we have played a lot of different characters uh over the years both with other gaming groups and ourselves and so i was wondering if the table uh could tell me or tell each other um uh, the best in-game romances that you yourself have experienced or watched happen in front of you via a pickup game or gaming that you've done uh, outside of fandible.com oh my god have you been cheating on us how could you it's valentine's <laughs> day and uh and and yeah so so interacting in a romantic uh sense as characters can also be uh can often be a touchy thing uh, but sometimes it can actually be done pretty well. I've, uh, I guess I'll kick off with, uh, I, I told you guys one of our first GTRTs that um, one of my LARP characters when I was, I think, 20, 21, um, was. Three uh, years ago? Yeah. Thank you. you. Yeah, wow, you're Jesus. You're welcome. All right. It's um, Valentine's Day. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Seriously. Like, I'll fuck like, you are now. You that's that's... To his Is that
3: Oh, what's so. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm just practicing my moves for later on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, you look, you look twenty. Oh, that's weirdly specific to what you said to David. Uh, <laughs> well, if you just if something works, you yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the metronome. You, yeah. you said that's right, honey. Yeah. Um, the metronome. Uh, yeah. So I was in a I was in a LARP where a friend of mine uh, was playing a, a vampire. For those of you who have not played uh, Vampire ro- uh, the Masquerade. Um, basically long story short, vampires can have, uh, associates who are humans that work for them. Uh, and so I was one of such as, uh, associates working, uh, with this vampire and he was one of my best friends, uh, out of game. Like I've known him since I was like 10 years old. Uh, and so we, uh, agreed beforehand that a subplot was going to be, my character was legitimately in love with him, not in love with him in the vampiric sense of his supernatural charisma. No, he was actually quite immune to that. And my character was genuinely in love with this character. Um and so the nuance of that game was, or the nuance of that subplot, was simply that uh that his character assumed that it was part of the vampiric charisma and 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 presence, whereas it was actually a genuine emotion that precious few of his kind ever actually encounter. Um that ran into a couple of awkward out of uh, out-of-game conversations with some other players who were not comfortable with that. And hey, you know what? um it's really strange to have real life bigotry uh, have a problem with your fake homosexuality. <laughs> um, I mean it's like, my dude, uh you're playing a werewolf and you raise your arms above your head and we all have to scream and be afraid of you and then we play rock paper scissors. Um, I don't know if this is the venue to uh, to 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 really get uh well, maybe if your
3: homosexuality was just a rock paper scissors thing, <laughs> it
2: would be fun. ow. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, it's like, I'm willing to believe that you know you turn into a giant uh, fur monster, yep. but uh, two dudes? Nah, <laughs> How, does that even uh, work? Just, How is that natural? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, no, my sexuality in and out of game was not rock, paper, scissors. It was always the bomb. uh <laughs> Only Dan gets that joke. No. All right, so a really old-school LARP joke. Wow, Jesus, I think I just got my virginity back. <laughs> That's like the anti-Stella gets her groove back. Yeah, I just... really
5: was trying to give you a compliment earlier, and now you've just shown your actual age. Good no. job.
0: Yeah, no, this is what I was like at 20. So, <laughs> okay. so I'm just I'm facilitating it. Uh, so, yeah, so um, I would say that when it comes to in-game romances, that one jumps out at me the quickest – um, I generally stay away from in-game romances. Huh. I find that I—it's I, I, just one of those things that makes me uncomfortable. Primarily because I found real-life romance to be far too uh, nuanced, and there's a lot going on when two people feel uh, affections for one another that I think is somewhat cheapened when you try to play act in with dice and shit like that. I've never, I very rarely have encountered a game where the maturity level, but also the narrative structure, was appropriate. To be able to facilitate, like, an actual, um, an actual emotional connection, a g- genuine romantic connection between two people. I, I, I'm, as you guys know, a huge advocate of, uh, players becoming, like, close friends. But when it becomes, like, a romantic or a sexual connection, uh, then I'm generally just kind of like, I, I, it's one of the most stressful things in real life. And I have no idea how that could possibly be, uh, anything but the same. With uh, with uh, with a role playing game, especially because again, it's cheapened by like, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, I seduce you. That sucks. Uh, that's, <laughs> that it just sounds stupid. That doesn't and work. It, it, it <laughs> and it triggers that as we've as we've covered since the last GTRT. It triggers that kind of like shame based response. I well, have I'll, I'll,
3: I'll, I'm going to jump in if that's okay. Quickly, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say that uh, if you are resorting to, could you pick those up again? and Shake like I seduce you that is definitely cheapens it but it it goes about how it, it's all about how you go around it i mean i've actually <laughs> go on <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've seen some really good uh romances before and mm-hmm. i think the i think one of the hardest thing it is is there's there's romance and then there's sex and when there's sex in role-playing games mm-hmm. that's when people just jump to that angle and mm-hmm. you don't really get the nuances of romance Mm -hmm. and then it's just sex Mm -hmm. and so uh, what helps me uh, whenever i'm doing a role-playing games like i just have refused to ever for my character ever to really have sex Mm -hmm. like most of my characters Mm -hmm. like uh uh, one of the best romances i remember would be uh roach and uh roach and Brooke, which uh, i played a character in an mmo who's a 18 year old uh his powers were he reads memories but to the point where he just walks down the street and collects memories and just reads them as his own. He doesn't really remember his past really well, but he doesn't like being touched. He doesn't like any of that stuff. And uh, he was at the School for Mutants and he met somebody called Brooke. And her thing was she had super senses to the point where her body couldn't handle it and she would, like, get seizures. Mm-hmm. So she lived her entire life at, in a pod where she just floated. <clears> and she basically uh, – controlled a robot, and that's how she was able to experience the world they decided to start dating and it was great because there was no physical contact that could possibly go into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, when people did ask the question like, did you guys ever like try to make out of a robot? We had this hilarious story where like, oh, absolutely, we tried and her hand got like stuck and started clenching and it was around the time when we were, you know, slowly peeling back like her iron grip from my schlong when I realized like, (laughs) I really don't like this. And everybody's like, that's a horrible love story. It's like, yeah, Yeah. but it meant something to us. And better than Twilight. Yeah, Yeah, better than Twilight. Better than Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Thank you. I, I do see I see your point where it's like it gets really lame when I think romance can be very lame in an MMO but it usually gets really lame is when people just don't even try it. And it's like, I'm in love with you. And then they have sex. It's like, you've known each other for two minutes. I, and that's what it, that, that's when it can get lame. But I have seen legitimate romances in role play that feel like, like, you know what? That's, that was a good story. Mm-hmm. And it really, uh, and the thing why people, you, you, most people see like the lameness of it is because people just want to get to the sex and have a fun time and don't really want those in character complications, those relationship complications, because they don't want to, they have to experience that in real life, where as if you go in it, and think it's like okay what's the better story uh and just talk to the person and have like open communication you can have some really fun stories and great a great time with it i mean we used to plan our fights over stuff like sometimes me and brooke like hey by the way uh, brooke's gonna do that like oh yeah roach is gonna hate that and it's like oh we're gonna have a fight and it's like yeah absolutely and it was a great thing that we did but it was all about uh, all about communication for me so brooke and roach is my favorite in character uh relationship that i've had
0: Hmm. I, yeah, I would throw out the caveat just for myself, though, that when it comes – I I think when it comes down to it, however, the flip is I think that superfluous sex and, ho- and ridiculous romance is perfect for uh, Fiasco. That is the only game where I've been like, yes – fuck yeah, my character is totally going to sleep with you. And that is going yeah. to make this narrative so much worse. <laughs> um, because the entire game is based around ridiculousness. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I think that games like that, for me, allow uh, – that are already Warpers too those are not long
3: stories. I mean, fiasco is literally you're done in two hours usually.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and Which is totally to different than romance or sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Totally. Yes, absolutely. Yes. absolutely. Yes. absolutely. Two minutes. Yeah. Two hours. Too long. Way unnatural. Way unnatural. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. right.
5: So. Okay. Got one? No actually because like David I've avoided romance in my tabletop games because because I come in as the the GM's girlfriend mm. and I don't want and there's just that whole stereotype hanging over your head of oh well that girl's only at the game because her boyfriend's playing and it's like so I overcompensate and I'm like, no, I have, I hate this person.
3: Mm-hmm. She uh, plays it quite well.
5: There have been Sometimes so in the bedroom. Where Billy and I, <laughs> where, no, Billy loves me and I hate his character because I, and it is absolutely because I was overcompensating and didn't want people to assume that I was only here for his character. That's
0: on our TV tropes, right? Pro- yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. But
5: I need to correct our TV tropes page because I do have a character that does like Billy and that is Foyzy. And I love Poise and Deku. I love the like. Well, I was married before. What?
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: that was the sh- that's the shadow run.
5: Yes. Yeah, the shadow run. Yeah. yeah, that
3: that is a cute one. But we've dated also before. In, uh, not not tabletop, but uh, uh, Petra and Theo.
5: Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. Orphans. So we played like <laughs> Meta. We were uh, Meta Human. This was City of Heroes, oh, okay. and we yeah. were best. Our characters were best friends, and then we always we never brought it up because we were we were both leaders of the group, and we just kind of said like we're not gonna like. It was more like the meta this. reason
5: for why these characters are always together in character. It's like <clears throat> out of character. It's because we're well, we live together, and we're both leaders of the group in character. It's oh yeah, those two are dating, and they've been at the the orphanage the longest. So
3: that was our that was another one. Got it. Daniel, yeah, I think you actually have some good stories, I that. I've got a Tell us some tales. <laughs> I've,
2: I've got a couple. I mean, so I've been doing, like, online role-playing since around 95, which was back when, uh, you know, TCPIP over pterodactyl uh, was still a thing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I am literally a, 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 an online dinosaur. Uh, on the internet, nobody knows you're. You still you're get a, You still
0: get the strangest erection when you hear somebody signing into AOL. Oops.
2: Oh baby. Yeah. Oh baby. Say yeah. it slower. Yeah. yeah.
3: Thirty-five megabytes, Brian. Thirty-six uh, <laughs>
2: bots. Thirty-six hundred bots. No. Anyway, <laughs> check out that bot, son. <laughs> <laughs> um You've done and so In that time. In that time i've i've been both witness and party to uh more than a few romances uh there's there's a little bit of both like yeah there, there's 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 some that just get you know, i've seen the best and the worst as, as it were I, i've seen all those like our characters met two minutes ago in a bar we're gonna go bang now uh <laughs> and then there's the ones that go overboard and it's like you guys do realize you're only pretending to be oh, together, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh uh, which I'm sure you guys have seen on some of those games yes. as well. Uh, and of course, the the craziness uh, that happens uh, out of car- when out of character. Uh, you know, somebody uh, sees the other person's uh character talking to somebody else, and all of a sudden you've got them out of character, going like, "Why are you talking to her?" or "Why are you talking to him?" You know, whatever. Uh, it, it, yeah, that. So there's there's the best and the worst on both ends, but I have had a few that sort of go down into the kind of like uh the epic uh love story kind of thing. One that uh, springs to mind. This was years and years and years ago. I was playing on a game uh like many of those took place in a small uh, new england town because a lot of them do Mm -hmm. uh because apparently there's nothing else to do in new england but pretend to be a vampire or a werewolf Uh, please correct me if i'm wrong uh, david yeah Uh, and uh so my character was a priest Uh, i specifically made him priest to avoid romance Mm -hmm. uh Turns out that's a bad idea. Oh yeah, yeah. You that just is, you just like put sparking on a challenge. It. Literally. Exactly. Holy crap. I have never had a character get hit on so much. Uh than when I made him a priest. Uh but yeah, so he was a priest and he was a uh for you old school changing players, he was a uh uh fox puka. Uh, yeah, so that was great. Mm. So, uh, uh because, uh, uh, those of you who know Puka, uh, must always lie. So that made sermons interesting. Uh, yep. or yeah. really easy. Or really easy. no <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it was never, I never made it clear whether he actually believed or not. Or this was just one long con. It was like the greatest lie of his That's life. That's the problem with Puka though. Sometimes they <laughs> don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so even they don't know. So yep. it was great. He was a great character. I had a lot of fun. And then one day, I get uh, out of the blue like a uh, page. To, a page is when they out of character sort of like sent you a message. Uh-huh. I get a uh, page out of the blue uh, by somebody going like, "Hey, uh, you know, I see you're in the church. Uh, do you mind if I come and, uh, and role play with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm what I'm here for." Uh, uh, Why's that? Uh, Why's that guy
0: setting up a base? <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> and uh, and
2: so uh, the scene ends up being this uh, this young woman who, uh, is just really, uh, emotionally upset, uh, she looks like she's been battered, mm. and, uh, and so, you know, the, uh, the priest invites her in, they get to talking, and she reveals that she is, uh, 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 uh not the werewolves, but the werecats. I forget. Uh, oh, the Bastet. Bastet. Bastet, yeah. Oh, God, uh, she is formation. Yeah, she's Bastet Kinfolk. Mm-hmm. She's got an arranged marriage. Uh, the guy who she's got the arranged marriage with is a dickbag, uh, to use the technical uh, Bastet That's term. also yeah. a fey, a dickbag. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> point is, uh, 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 you know, they get to talking. Uh, he, of course, uh, decides, well, you know, you can use this church as, as a place of solace as long as you need. Uh, shortly after Bastet, uh, and sort of the whole tribe start coming, trying to find her, uh, because she, she, you know, they, they stick together. Mm-hmm. And so even though internally some of them don't agree what's going on, the marriage is arranged. It's a political marriage. This has to happen, <clears throat> uh, without taking over the whole, <laughs> this whole show. Uh, basically, uh, it, it sort of evolves into as, as my character is protecting her, the two characters, very slowly come to basically fall in love, mm-hmm. but they never really act on it. It, it, it is, it's, it was a very sort of, uh, distant, very sort of, a. uh, uh yeah, a lot of like sort of long, uh, yearning looks from the yeah. distance. Unrequited. Yeah, unre- no, 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 it wasn't unrequited. Well, they both know. It was, they, it was very requited. It was never, uh, uh, uh.
5: Well, Romeo and Juliet are considered unrequited. Okay, in yeah, yeah, in no, sorry guys. Yeah.
2: I always thought like, unrequited just meant that one does and on one does No, that's called a stalker. Yeah, <laughs> oh. so, okay. All right. Also known as Christian Gray. Yeah, Christian yeah. Gray. Ah, there, uh, there we go. Uh, but anyway, so even though they never acted on it, they, they were basically in love. And it boiled down to at the very end, the, the bastard who was supposed to marry her basically challenged him to ritual combat. My character had zero fighting skills. He was a priest. He was never supposed to get in a fight. And so goes out to the end. Uh, every other, like, there's like 50 people there. Uh, you know, like this whole ritual combat circle. The, you know, the other guy just pops his claws, gets ready. Like, ah, my character's like, just kind of opens up starts gives this whole impassioned speech about you know about love and about etc 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 and and yeah no 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 i'm getting to that you guys you guys aren't seeing what's happening i'm getting to that so um and while this is it everybody in character is sort of like just booing and hissing because you know like nobody's officially on my side because they have to stick together out of character i'm getting paged by everybody i like dude I am in tears right now. I'm literally in real life in tears right now. Uh, and so combat starts. It lasted around because I got like my character basically got like literally disemboweled. He was still alive though. Like they, they, they specifically did not kill him. And then the, the, the leader of the tribe steps up, um, and says, you know, looks at the guy who, who was like, I won the combat. She is mine. And the leader of the tribe went, I do not have the right to annul this marriage, uh, you know, because of the the politics, whatever. He he could not annul the marriage, but I do have one right. She belongs to my tribe. She is mine and my, and her life belongs to me. And and as as I was gonna, she basically also had spoken and basically said like, I, I love him. I would rather be dead than be with this other man. I would rather love him and know that I can never be. Then, yeah. then, you know, be with this other one. And she's like, he's like, and th- this is the only thing I can do for her. And he snaps her neck. Huh. That's just a cigarette. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, because the Bastet are <laughs> fucked up like that. Most of the, most of the shifter tries are kind of fucked up yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and so, you know, but it was the only way to kind of like preserve the honor. It's like, well, you know, I couldn't dissolve the marriage, but her life is still mine and you can't argue that. Mm-hmm. What I did is something you can't argue. Uh, and again, it, everybody in character was just going nuts. I had everybody was peeing me like, "Oh my God, this is the most." Oh God! <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so my character survived. And we're and carrying players are yeah. such a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, <laughs> no high fives. Uh, uh, nope. uh, oh God! Uh, don't you yeah. roll
0: your eyes at me, Fandable. Sorry, yeah. just. Uh, so yeah, just... so
2: that was a, a very sad ending, but also like one of the more epic sort of love Absolutely. stories wow. I've ever been in. That was in. definitely a better love story than Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It so take it's,
3: a lot I mean, uh, like you, uh, like you pointed out, it's, it, uh, you can have really epic love stories here, mm-hmm. especially if you remove sex because it's nothing but narrative. Yeah. Uh, not against, if you want to have sex, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But I, <laughs> if you if, if get to around like, to it eventually. It, it, yeah. Hopefully. Just, I just think it's, uh, I mean, if you take out romance entirely, I think you miss out some, uh, of some great
4: stories like yeah. that.
3: That's a beautiful story.
4: Yeah. Sadly, I have no stories that epic or at all. Like like David and Angela, I tend to avoid personal relationships, at least as my player character. Mm-hmm. But as a GM, uh, especially in Hull Metropolis. Make him kiss. Make him kiss. 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 <laughs> <laughs> especially in Hull Metropolis, I've, start, uh, I've started relationships with uh, three female characters. Well, I personally haven't, I wish.
0: No, uh... You mean on behalf On of behalf, on behalf of the video That's what I meant, sorry. I, will, I just want to capture that one soundbite. <laughs> and then, so when I do the promo for this, one, it's like, on this night of GTRT, he just gets honest. <laughs>
4: what happens in here, you don't want to know. But I have Adele, I have Miss Craven, and I have Amelia. And through the stories, Did I begin... All of them are with... I well, uh, No, no, Adele's oh, okay. with... Well, we haven't talked about that day, David. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Apparently. I, I want her <laughs> two to. Two out of three. <laughs> yeah. Where I'm getting a, a handle on their different personalities and how they react to loving certain... Like, even Miss Craven, who's evil to the core, has affection for you. So uh, who she thinks you are, anyway.
3: She has affection towards me? She's trying to kill me. Yeah! yeah. yeah. It's That's,
1: on how much... Just hours. like your mother!
3: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a very loving family. But We're th- really... Oh, more yeah,
1: as
5: Jim and those different. C- is like a, sec- a second grade boy. She's pulling on your pigtails. With murder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. You've shot me. It- I know, but that's just because you ran away. <laughs> because you chained me. <laughs> I know, because I wanted to keep you close. You left me alone and to starve to death. Mm-hmm. I know, because you are getting fat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, through them, I'm beginning to discover like different aspects of how where love comes from through different press. With Adele, she has a little bit of hero worship towards Marcus. With Miss Craven, there's a sort of business transaction thing going, but there's still affection. With Amelia, there's mutual respect happening. And all three different paths of their form of love. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly as far as I've gone with the role-playing.
0: The thing that I like most about um, Unheld Metropolis uh, as a setting for romance is that one of the character classes is inherently tied to romance, and that's the mourner.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: um, and it's because the mourner is the... Uh, The standard bearer of romance within the game, it gives an appropriate representation of how twisted and or strange uh, and morbid and difficult genuine relationships have become in that world. And so when you say that it's either hero worship or a business transaction or at the best mutual respect, that is actually in step with how the game portrays itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm curious with uh, Angela, since you do play a character that is literally about losing someone that you love um, is, is playing the mourner uh, as you've played Moira. Cause I, as I understand it, you took a character because you like playing combat characters and this one didn't (laughs) have to talk a lot. So you got to play the Ninja and that's why you grabbed it. But having played her for a couple of years, Do you have any more insight into love within this this setting or possibly like the contrast between that and other games?
5: Um, Well, it certainly immediately gives her more of a a rich backstory than a lot of my other characters do immediately. Um, Because very often I'll jump into a character with, uh, this is what they're doing now. And not necessarily give that much thought to why are they like this. That's that comes down the line when we know that we're actually going to return to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with Moira, she immediately has this. Okay, we know what has happened to her. She lost someone that she loved, and for whatever reason, she decided to go into this this new career. Um, also gave her a tie to Billy's character, um, which is more uh, interpersonal. Uh, relationships and a lot of our characters have when we first sit down at the table. Um, and then it's just given me the opportunity to develop the saddest character <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I've ever played. Like I was looking at, um, you know, we did our, our blog post this week where we all, all of our characters wrote Valentine's messages. And we did this two years ago where Moira's is just like a crossed out diary entry and I blacked out parts so that it was even more difficult to read. And it's like, yeah, this is a woman that had was very passionate Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed playing that, you know, giving hints that, yes, this is a woman that well, of great passions. Uh, she obviously had this great epic love that probably isn't too common. You know, it certainly wasn't common in the Victorian era this is based off of for, for a person of her class. Um, and it's probably even more difficult when there's fewer people. And it's like, no, you've got fewer choices now. So it's been, it's been really fun developing the, the backstory and the subtext behind why is Moira doing what she's doing.
3: Well, I, th- I, I think Unhallowed Metropolis, or at least the setting, not, you know, the, uh, I think it is about like the love and, uh, there's two ways, uh, love goes in, uh, uh Metropolis, like harsh, like quick and harsh, or it's like an, it, it is like, uh, eternal love. I mean, and I felt that actually for Byron and Horatio, like, And just seeing Angela, like, how her character reacts to the even thought of her ex-old like husband shows my character, like, told me, like, Byron, like, respected his brother because his brother was this amazing fellow that was able to earn this eternal love. And that also helped Byron have that almost eternal love towards his brother. Like, in Byron's mind, his brother was the was foolish in his own ways, but he was brilliant. He was perfect. He, if there was a million, uh, Horatios out there, not only would Myra probably not be a mourner, a <laughs> but, uh, the world would be a better place. And, I, so, I, Unhallowed Unhollow definitely feels like it's either a short and harsh, uh, love like, uh, Miss Craven, or it's an inter- uh, eternal love of uh, that you'll always remember and you'll never move past
0: if uh, one of you are gone. Hmm. Uh, so, now that we're on the topic of love within uh, role playing games, uh, my question to you guys is how is it best to approach a romance with an NPC? So, you're a player, there's an NPC played by someone who is distinctly not a bodice wearing woman. And uh, I don't you. I know Jesus has his moments. Okay. Yeah. Like choo when choo he puts on the bodice? And, uh, okay. And that, uh, it's, well, leaves. I put him a little LARPing I mean, in there, it works out. Yeah. You know? It leaves an impression. <laughs> a dark, deep impression that only whiskey can wash away. You can't stop staring. Just. Nope. Yes. Yeah. And so, with that in mind, um, my question is, uh, yeah, how best do you approach a romance with an NPC, a non player character? Uh, as a as a player now, this is anything from I've seen games from the usual Dungeons and Dragons to games like Fiasco um, and uh, LARPs, which are effectively just you know people walking around and improv Uh and everything in between. Every setting has a totally different environment for a romance to spring forth. I would argue that uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, in, the, in my limited experience with the game, uh, having played it when I was younger and occasionally nowadays. Um, offers, I think, the most, uh, difficult environment, um, (laughs) to like really, to kind of feel this question about, uh, how to, it's like, you know, you're talking about like barmaids or, uh, fellow characters, but fellow characters, I mean, you're still called a party and you're still like planning out who's gonna check for guests. There's no time for love when you're slaying monsters. Yeah, it's. Also,
5: Dungeons and Dragons is very much built on the idea of like the wandering hero yeah so it either has to be someone within your party if you've established an npc that's traveling with you or it's it's one-off quick and dirty romances mm-hmm. that's all you would have time for with the barmaid at the tavern where you're waiting to get your quest Oh,
0: Fifty true. shades of slaying dragons no nope oh, wow <laughs> you Go tried them. we appreciate that all right yeah, yeah no you're right though it is um, it, it is a it's a it's like travel log effectively mm-hmm. um, I mean you know uh, wandering listeners. murder
5: hobos there's a <laughs> reason that people call D&D that
0: wandering murder hobos that yep. sounds amazing um, and also uh, historically what what gunslingers yeah. were um, so uh, so yeah listeners you can chime in with in the comment section and tell us if you've had different experiences in D&D but I don't think anyone around the table has well
2: no I mean well not D&D
0: yeah.
4: no. I mean actually I, it kind of depends on the game like if you have a game where you are living. In a static city, and you're trying to expand it. Like you're trying to become kings of that city. Eventually, you have you would have to have connections within that city. So it's okay.
3: kind of like the Deep Space Nine effect. Like yes, like Deep Space Nine had relationships that lingered and stayed long. So did Voyager, because these people were very much like we are the community. We do not get new people. We are all that there is. Yes. Unlike the Enterprise, which constantly had new crew members and would fly to different parts of the galaxy left and right. So their romances were as quick, dirty. They're there in the very beginning and then their people are either leaving dead or have moved on. (laughs) Or just
5: trying to
0: bang data. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That dude, <laughs> like, seriously. It's
5: the, it's the, it's <laughs> making someone that's a, a priest. It's the, the unattainable person. Yeah. He can't feel emotions, but I will change him. One
0: time but he did. He's a episode. fully functioning android. Yeah. You know, yeah. I
3: actually, I played a priest once, like, in a game, and you are absolutely right. Like, the <laughs> moment you put on the collar, they like, so you've, n- you don't be with one. It's like, yeah, that's kind of what a priest does. They don't, <laughs> Do this? They're like real.
0: challenge I, uh, accepted. Exactly. It is I like to, I've got an old priest outfit actually that is my standby for Halloween. Yeah, it's not just in games. I'm yeah, not no, you know, exactly. No, my standby for Halloween. I wore it a couple of years ago. I think it was right before you guys uh, met me, and my my uh, romantic partner at the time told me I'm never allowed to do that again um, <laughs> because you go to a bar, and I got two things very very consecutive. One was a dude ran out of a bar as I was walking by and yelled, "Father, I'm about to go into battle. Bless me." <laughs> I did. (laughs) And she was like, Would you get in the fucking car? And I was like, No, that gentleman was going into righteous battle. But the other one was. You know, women dressed up as bumblebees and shit, wanting to buy the father a drink, which was really weird. But it was, it was like an it was like a advanced version of the um, in New York City, very specifically, the wedding ring effect, um, which is the totally um, you know uh, uh, weird uh, response that you get sometimes as a dude wearing a wedding ring. That, I want a wedding ring that, now. That uh, no, it's true, <laughs> hey, and it's. I'll not, give you
5: mine because I don't like the wedding ring effect for women.
0: <laughs> really. Really?
5: The wedding ring effect for women is you become invisible.
0: Oh. Who's speaking? Who did <laughs> that? <laughs>
5: Gosh.
0: Oh, Jesus, there you are. Yeah, well, the second you took off the one ring.
5: There was a whole how I met your mother. Episode. Oh, I, was, I was just
0: wondering if you
3: felt it though. Yeah. Uh, really?
5: Yeah, oh I get I do not get flirted with nearly as much since i since uh you saddled me with this rock. Well
3: you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I thought you didn't like flirting. That's why I've not flirted with you for years. Yep. Who are you? Stop touching me. <laughs> no, I almost I'm
0: exclusively Kelsey. I almost exclusively flirt with women who are married. Um And I effectively I tell a Women? few jokes Yeah, thank you <laughs> <laughs> I tell a few jokes You know, I compliment them And then I finish off with the same move Which is, by the way, I can see that you're married I'm not trying to impose on your boundaries I just want you to know that you're An unbelievably attractive and intelligent charisma, uh, Charismatic woman And your husband's really lucky You ask And me. I'm gay <laughs> <laughs> there <you go>. The <laughs>
3: metronome
2: <laughs> The <laughs> metronome
0: <laughs> Yep he swings both ways. Yep.
2: It, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, I, I remembered D and D. Romance. There is a was a setting uh, that I actually worked with that, cause, which I played so many years ago you know, because. Red talk about the
4: D and D sex book. No, that no, no had? there's
2: the D and D sex book. Fuck, th- no, come on, that's not what I'm talking, <laughs> okay. oh, Hold right. so well, talking about. Hold on, we're talking about right. romance. Just, just want to be sure. The dungeon part,
0: I can see the tie-in. Yeah, okay. No,
2: no, there was a the setting. tie-in. I see. Okay, <laughs> there was a <laughs> setting for D and D back in the 3.5. Actually, not even the 3.5. this may have been 2.5. Yeah, two something or three Anyway, old school. This was like back when like Dark Sun and all this stuff was going around. It was called Birthright, and Birthright was uh specifically every player was the ruler or very high up uh, of a nation uh, some, or some nation state, and you were all divinely in power. The whole thing with Birthright is that literally there was power flowing through your b- blood. From the- <laughs> through your balls! <laughs> <mouths. laughs> <laughs> is, is that how you got the queen? Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. power down to my balls! Power's flowing from somewhere, let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. And uh but yeah, you were you were literally divinely chosen <laughs> were
0: fucking Jay Z songs? <laughs> you know, were
2: divinely chosen to lead your country and so were the other players. And and so there was definitely a a uh an element to that game that involved these relationships and you know marriage and, and courtly romance because it actually impacted the game setting. Because if if two countries got married uh effectively, you know, they they would unite, uh etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So there was one D setting. Uh, that had uh, romance sort of baked into it. Huh. So, so when you want a romance with an NPC,
0: though, obviously you have to approach well, the no, storyteller. I'm, I'm, I'm
2: yeah. going to jump straight on that and uh, say uh, the easiest way to do that is to uh, basically pay the points and buy them as your own NPC. <laughs> <laughs> then you to decide what to do, <laughs> just, uh, just
3: like in real life. Yeah, yes.
2: you're really fun at
3: the bar. How much are you? <laughs> <laughs> Works only, every time.
0: Yeah, except for okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> First, they start as a contact, and then you spend five thousand new yen yeah. um, oh my god wow, that 's actually far too much of a cynical uh, approach to dating um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I, I assume that first you you say to the storyteller or as the storyteller, you say to the character or the player, so this person might have a relationship with you how do you feel about that. Um, uh, i mean i mean that's that 's the i assume the the mature way to go about it, as opposed to uh you know I some can, people at the table eh. might just go ahead and start flirting um, <laughs> you 're so pretty david Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no you give
3: Jesus a hard time, yeah. but I uh, hey Zeus maybe he learned from me, but he was very good about the Amelia stuff I try. I mean, like, for me and, like, Byron, there was a, I, I hinted at a flirt a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, uh, like in the next section, Jesus is like, Hey, do you have a thing for, like, Amelia? Like, would you, would you be interested in trying to court her? And I'm like, you know, that'd be kind of fun. It is awkward occasionally yep. when he and Jesus are in midst of couples, uh, counseling, <laughs> but. But it's uh, some of the
4: best arguments in the game. So absolutely. Far. Yeah. So I
3: just uh, look away to look at Angela and argue with her <laughs> as <laughs> Jesus talks. Yeah. Yep. So. That mm-hmm. helps, mm-hmm. but no, hey, I mean, the best thing you do is you, sh- you have to at least show the GM at first that hey, there is some sort of spark here, mm-hmm. and then ask.
0: It really does sound like we're using all this as a euphemism for actual flirting. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I mean, it is. I you mean, got to, you one of the budget. Yeah. Like, David. What are you talking about? You you mean, got, got, there, there, there has right, to
3: guys? be a spark of creativity no, or there, like there, really connection. Does, there, has there
4: really I, have to be. Yeah, there has to be obviously something there. Yeah,
3: imagine if Byron, I was with the over to Hazy to say, hey, Byron. Aaron, I think he's going to try to marry Adele like you would be like uh, I'd say really?
1: what? <laughs> what?
3: why would she go for you? Yeah. you call her a prostitute yeah. well he's in love with well, her I okay.
2: call her a prostitute oh
3: yeah uh, I mean no. there was there no uh, yeah. fucking like spark between yeah, Adele and say, Byron
4: yeah I will say for all the, at least all my NPCs like it has to fit their character like them getting slowly attracted to you. Adele would never be attracted to you because you're Byron you're I'm, a jerk I'm <laughs> Byron uh, I think there's
2: a little bit of, of it from both ends like Hear me Wait, wait. I'm going to – let me just say this. No, he's uh, he's uh, talking about wholesome human centipede. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
4: Wholesome
2: (laughs) human centipede. This This Saturday Saturday morning
1: on NBC.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a cards against humanity thing. A wholesome (laughs) human (laughs) centipede. I love that.
2: (laughs) But but where I was actually going with this – there Excuse can be me. a little bit of like, hey, you introduce an NPC with zero intention of having this NPC uh, hook up with any of the characters. Uh, and then through roleplay, you find, hey, holy, there is like something's happening between this NPC and this character. And at that point, then you at some point, you know, go like, hey, uh, these characters should totally hook up, man. <laughs> or Hey. And, uh... yeah. yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. <laughs> or you can have it planned out ahead of time. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you, we're starting this game. I just want you to know. I plan to introduce a love love interest for your character. That's, I think, the best way to go. So, no, but but the thing is, it can happen, it can happen both ways. It it, it can, it it can and probably should be planned out most of the time. But if it happens in character, if, if it turns out that you introduce a character, and there, there, and just the way role play goes, there appears to be something there. There should still be an out of character discussion. Just yes, to, right. Let's all make sure. And honestly, we're, I, th- I we're think all I cool prefer the this. second method. The second yeah, method just feels much more natural. And I think the biggest thing, and I guess uh, sort of taking this from, from this and, and the previous discussion with uh, the whole you know romances online and everything, I think what distinguishes uh sort of good romantic stories from bad romantic stories is that the the players, not the characters, the players communicate. And make it clear uh that was going. Kind of like calling back to, to my whole epic thing, um, that could have gone really ugly. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we had these two characters who were, you know, like supposedly gonna get, get married, and from what I heard, apparently they had originally made the characters intending for this whole arranged marriage to be a thing, and then just the story took a different direction. Mm-hmm. Throughout all of this, and even though in character there's a lot of acrimony and a lot of, you know, this whole thing. Our character, we were always like talking and we were all, and everybody was completely cool with what was going on in person. And that, that was a very important thing. And I think it's also very important, especially in tabletop when you've actually, you're literally sitting across from the person and this is somebody you're going to have to keep seeing there from week to week. You want to make sure things have been, uh, you know, cleared up because romance and people, Humans, turns out, are kind of funny when it comes to romance. No. Yeah. No. no. Really? See, no, no, think no. about that. Um, Waka Waka. Yeah. yeah. What? Um, That's
0: my go to move. <laughs> I, I would say also, uh, yes, just so as the walk- a <laughs> side note. <laughs> I, I would say, just real quick, do you guys have any, like, really awkward stories about, um, cause I'm gonna go right to, wanna... I'm gonna go right to Monster Hearts. <laughs> I'm gonna go right to, like, we met the, uh, Mr., Miss, uh, He GM and She GM. Yep. Yep. And uh, they were lovely. I really, mm-hmm. I, you know, if you're listening, He and, and She GM, would love to have you back. That was absolutely a, oh, yeah. a it was treat. a wonderful game. However, I had never met you. We record our voices into recordings that go to the internet forever. A game that involves sex moves uh, and monsters. I and was such perfectly things. fine with it, although
5: yes, I yes, we know. Well, <laughs> I, listen, just because I had
0: sex with your mother, <laughs> that's not up now. Oh, by the way, that's the sequel to <laughs> So how I mentioned, <laughs> so I had sex with your <laughs> mother.
5: The sequel is so I had sex with your aunt. Oh,
0: that's
5: the that's the conclusion where the whole story is spoiler like, alert. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, oh, by the way, I want to go bone your aunt now. Aunt Lily. Like, okay.
3: No, not Aunt Lily, no. uh, Robin. Robin, yep. She became, but then she became a shield agent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Which fits. is a
5: much better, much better career So choice. you
3: want awkward moments. So yeah, you know what? Monster Hearts was a little awkward. So is it? Uh-huh.
0: Is it? You're saying you
2: didn't feel the connection I felt with your character?
0: I mean, uh-huh. I might have. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've, I was desperately trying to feel any connection with anything uh, <laughs> as the despondent goth uh, human. <laughs> yep. Um, I got a really weird story when I was like, when I was like
3: 14, I was starting to oh, do the, the 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 chat room RPG. Oh yeah. boy. And I dated this one person, like our characters. I was a I was an anthro tiger. Pretty Angela's much. like, yeah. who is she? yeah <laughs> I, oh, right. I was a, I, I, came called, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I came up with my own race called yeah yeah. I came up with my own race called Tigerians. I was like, what? <laughs> a, a human with cat ears, basically. Oh, Remember, was I was 14. Yeah. Okay. fourteen. Oh my god. What? So oh, I dated which Thundercat. You? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much, it was a Thundercat. Okay. And we dated our characters, and then she got really clinging out of character, and then I was like, oh, I don't really. Want on our characters the date and she literally said I'm killing myself and I'm like your character and she's like no I'm going to kill myself <laughs> oh. and that was the start of Oh, people get really fucking weird on this, like, internet thing. Wow. <laughs> I, I spoke oh, yeah. to her for, like, tw- like, uh, it had to be four hours, like, deep into the night, way past my bedtime. Yeah, cool. And, her, and every time she's like, if you, if your character leaves, I'll kill myself. And, and finally it's like, well, I really am sorry. Bye. And I deleted my character, deleted my account, deleted everything, like, scorched earth fucking policy. And
2: that woman is now dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I actually wow. uh put
3: her like name on my buddy list on like a, a hidden account I had and she popped on a few days afterwards.
0: So I was All like right. Please Well, (laughs) she was also a cat person and now has eight lives. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But no, it could be really, it could, I understand why people avoid romance. I think you can have really great romantic stories, but I fucking understand it, especially towards women, because people get fucking weird. Mm,
2: mm. Although I think the lesson we're learning here is 14.
3: Yeah, 14. You do not know who you're role playing with when you're, when you're online. So be fucking careful, people.
0: Oh my God. Role playing online at 14. Red Dragon in, man. I'm going to keep saying Dude, it. It's basically yeah. what it was. Okay. It was AOL, AOL chats. Uh, AOL, AOL, AOL uh, chats. See,
2: in my defense, when I say 95, I was 18 in <laughs> <at> 95. <laughs> hey, not, 14. That's uh, still teen. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's but, very young. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, but you, you were was legal. legal. Wait, hold on. When you were in Puerto Rico. You were drinking and doing no, drugs as as, yeah, and yeah, a car. As as 18, you could run for president in No, no, As soon as
2: you turn 18 in Puerto Rico, they hand you a ball around the pack, of smokes, and just a gun. Yeah. Welcome to a adulthood yeah pretty much
5: you are a man now yeah, yeah. so yeah, that, the, that's
3: like the 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 most extreme I'm sure there's other awkward things where where my I've also been in that situation where people are like, Hey, our character should date. I'm like, nah.
1: Mm-hmm,
4: yeah. nah.
3: And I just keep on avoiding him. No matter how much they change their character to fit mine, it's like, stop,
4: leave yeah. me alone. Wait, they change your characters to fit. Well,
3: my character, I played a speedster once and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Just we can't date because you know, my perception of time is slow. Everything would be so slow to me. I need to date another speedster. And like literally four weeks later, she's like, I've developed like super speed. Oh, and I'm no, like,
2: that shit, that nah. shit happen to me in a game once. Okay. I, I had a character. He was a you two was,
0: online. Seriously. Like, there's so just, many. Stories. Yeah, that's. Uh, so I you, can't do it myself. Casanova's of no, no, seriously, the is, bod modem.
2: There I was, and my character was a, 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 a sort of a. He's a short Asian man. He was. He was a scientist. Uh, he was. He was playing mage. He was a a a a. a Ah, fuck, what, 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 was he? He Say wasn't it. a virtual artist. He it was, slower. uh, mm-hmm. son uh, of ether. Oh, son of ether. He was the son of ether. Go on. And yeah, no, I know, this is, this is totally <laughs> working for Dave. Uh, he was the son of ether. Um, oh, and, yeah, and yeah. this, uh, you know, th- this, uh, uh, player, uh, she had a character who was a cop and she kept trying so hard to, like, get my character to show interest in her. And finally he was like, Look, editor uh, like look my your character is 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 immortal my character as as a mage is the way he sees things he will not start a relationship with with a non-mage because there's it's too much of an aspect of his life he would not um, share that and he's like okay no problem no no but here's where it gets kind of creepy oh, so okay. about 2 weeks later oh it's not creepy yet no 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 it gets it gets much creepier okay. it gets much okay. creepier so about 2 weeks later this new character starts uh, with a mage group uh, you know, she's uh cult of ecstasy. It? Oh, uh, yeah, I no, exact stereotypical. And I, of course, just, just out of nowhere, she latches on to my character, just shows up wherever he is, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And 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 you know, my character was like, okay, okay. I mean, you're nice, and all. But I, it's not until about two weeks after all that that I find out from somebody else that it was the same player. And she, she like literally made a new character to try and hook up with mine in secret. Like making sure I didn't know who it was. So that she would have a "quote unquote" chance. Oh my god! Bounced, yeah. She bounced the signal off of a library in
3: Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow, seriously? Yeah. So people, there's can be some weirdness. I guess a little bit, a little bit. Okay, so we can we talk about the good parts of PC nope, on PC? No, like what is? Nope. Uh, uh, as soon
0: as I experience it, I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that PC on PC, uh, like how to approach a <laughs> PC, <laughs> and, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so many, there's
2: so many positions you can approach it.
0: From. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> God. I think I think uh really around. just six sides to a die as far as i can tell yeah, D20, uh, so my god <laughs> uh so anyways uh pc to pc relationships i almost i'm more avoid than at least npcs because with a storyteller even if you get involved quote-unquote, as a, as a player character with an NPC, then you can kind of navigate around scenes with that if, if, if you're not into it anymore, or what the fuck ever. Um, but because we are human beings looking at one another and effectively play-acting at each other, then PC-to-PC PC interaction is so close to... Well, you're trying to effectively reproduce the exact interaction of genuine flirting, of genuine interest. And because of that, it it kind of dissolves the barrier. I've seen relationships start, and that's great. I mean, we're nerds. Like, let's not let's not play around. That is a primary method for, for role players to meet each other. Like mm-hmm. at least with my experience at LARPs and shit is, is like, yeah, people start dating <coughs> after their characters start hanging out more. Cause they, as players start talking out of game more. It's really cool. But, um, as, as far as like, just, you know, faking it for, for, story no, you know, I can see your point. I mean,
3: it's easier for when you're online. Cause you're not staring at the person you're staring at words to do mm-hmm. it. I'd say, Um uh, Though I don't really do it much anymore, but I, honestly, the only person I usually flirt with, uh, is either my GM or my wife. I mean, so I understand I would very, it'd be very awkward if we, if, uh, it was, uh, if my character loved David and I was trying to get, get with you or just some, some other person I don't really know really well. It's like, I don't really want to have this moment here with our eyes meeting and stuff like that with my wife. I will. So Especially because I can I, understand it being a little awkward when it's tabletop.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you need to keep a small tape cassette of Peter Gabriel's "In Your Eyes" at handy <laughs> at any time.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've ever. So sorry, no, no, sorry no, no, to no. no. jump I don't think like in any of the games I've run, I've done like any kind of romance plot for any of you guys, have I? Uh there was one. Uh Genie and. Uh,
5: oh yes, what was your character's name? No, no, no. But that was PC yeah. to PC. Mm-hmm. I'm
2: just saying, like we arranged I, that, like in <laughs> character, like any of my NPCs. I don't think so.
3: No, not really. Yeah, I mean, hell, right. my, my my NPC wife and Demon doesn't even like – he's like comatose. <laughs> all, seriously.
2: <laughs> I, just
0: I felt know. like there was a real connection that first time you ran dread. you know? <laughs> um, you know, the way you said, uh, I'm going to need a piece from you, David. Actually, the closest <laughs> you've
4: you come walk. and probably a poor example is the white vampire in Dresden. Yeah. That tried to basically take
2: over. Yeah, but that's, that's a white balance. Yeah, it's,
4: a, it's, it's, what, they it's what they do. That's the closest I could think yeah, of. Yeah. I
0: love how these conversations are effectively a means to convince people to listen to our backlog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and then we're like looking at you like know, our not oldest purpose, posts. And if it
2: works, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so, uh, this next question, I'm very, very interested in hearing your answer. What system would you guys use to make a terrifying Cupid? Uh, I've been thinking a lot about what Cupid is, uh, aside from a wonderful Sam Cooke song. Oh, Cupid is
3: what Cupid does.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Never mind. Go back to the bathroom. I'm sorry. I S- winged it. S- 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 oh, S- my oh, God. God. Oh, Jesus. All right. Listen. Listen. Right. <laughs> we can do the I feel like you're baiting me on this one. I'm sorry.
3: You know what? I, I, I didn't mean to get your heart a quiver.
0: Oh, my God. You're getting... Uh,
5: Can we get to the point, guys? God damn it! <laughs>
3: okay, I'm sorry to string you along.
0: Oh my god. Oh come on. I love this so much. Anyways.
4: <laughs> um What <clears throat> about <laughs> Oh
0: baby please? Alright, so what uh, I'm so so what's systems? Now the thing about Cupid, it's a small it's a cherubin uh kid with a with wings and a little bow and arrow. Um, you know, bonny eyes, things like that. Uh, but I've always been kind of creeped out by the idea that some sort of like prepubescent is going to fly down like Kid Icarus, but fat, um, and shoot me with an arrow. And suddenly I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have this uncontrollable emotion that seems far more destructive than angelic. Uh, that seems like if anything is ruining the world, it's probably that chorus of angels up there. So if you were going to represent this in one of the games that we played or perhaps a system that we haven't played around the gaming table what system would you use um i anticipate that Zeus <laughs> is going to what what i anticipate what he's going to say uh for myself i'm going to say um i'm going to say rifts i know we've never played rifts uh-huh. but that's because rifts you can literally be anything and so instead of like changing the cherubin to be something like a all you have to do in that game, a rift opens, and it goes to a universe where cupids are real, and they rule with an iron-fat baby fist. Mm-hmm. And um, every day on Valentine's Day is known as the purge, or the cleansing, <laughs> where arrows rain down from the sky, and lovers of previous years are then stricken with the love for a different person, and duels are engaged, and murders occur, and all there's fire! Ah ha! And that comes through so that thing comes through bringing with it its hellfire and 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 love um often interchangeable so i would i would definitely use riffs also because anything in riffs can then get cybernetics attached to it <laughs> so I, I i think that a cherubin yeah. with like cy, you know it's like well uh, i <laughs> it would be like a baby's voice like I, before i was a little thing that brought hellfire and now i have a rocket pack <laughs> do, do,
1: do, 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 do.
0: that's how i would play it what, uh, <laughs> uh some
1: <laughs> <laughs> boom
4: Anyway, some of the best game, some of the best monsters I think I personally made is has been in a Hollow Metropolis. And for Cupid, like for every monster I make, I always think, why do they do certain things? So why does Cupid strike people with his magic arrows in order to make them fall in love with each other?
3: To get more
4: baby meat.
0: <laughs <laughs> oh, to sell okay. more babies to itself.
4: Okay. <laughs> Tempting.
0: Tempted. I'm slowly riding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Angela's face made all of
4: But for for the reason is you want people to fall in love with you, fall in love with not only themselves with you, you become part of a family. So it'd be have be some sort of hive mind organism. Okay.
3: So yeah, essentially. So, they have a so, podcast? Well. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so basically it's like a mutant baby that's like Full of, like, these spying things that spurred out at random people, making them fall in love with the Cupid monster, as well as the people around them, and basically, like, please come join Cuba. Oh, so it's a cult. It's essentially a
0: mutant cult. I like it. Yeah. Oh, Cupid, the way you pronounce that. Yes, so, like, cube-od. what if it, when it hits something with its arrow spear thing, yep. it actually infects them and it gestates another cupid inside? Oh, that'd be them. great. And so, like, cool. you become pregnant with other cupids. Uh, we have a listener who's just watching uh, from <laughs> a distance. Uh, this is what we do. So, <laughs> coming out of your stomach is like an arrow
2: to dig its way out. Yeah, it's
0: yes, exactly. like a reverse taunta. Yeah, and first, like, you see, like, the bulges in their wings, and it's going to, like, f- eat, fly its way out of you. That's why it's fat. Yeah, yep. See, But it's just... it's
4: too big to fly, so you just parts of his wings, like his little hands, drag itself across the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like yeah. that. I like love that. Love
3: me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, on that delightful note, <laughs> I would make a rotted capes mutant. It was a mutant kid with wings and an arrow. Got bit, uh became a zombie. So he shoots people with arrows, makes them fall in love, and then
0: eats them because like they're
3: too busy making out.
0: Yeah. Oh. So, oh, ins- that. Honestly, uh, how would i um, so you know? I want everybody to answer, but then I've got a follow up question. So. Um, I
5: yeah, I haven't actually played this game very much, but it has a mechanic that I'd like to use for the effects of Cupid, uh, Call of Cthulhu, mm. with the sanity. Oh,
3: make sure sanity love inspired.
5: Exactly. Well, I, I David brought it up himself. That it's it's terrifying the thought that your like your your personality, your your wants and desires can just be totally overridden by a shot from an arrow. And so there's your sanity meter. So maybe the first shot isn't what really makes you fall in love. It's like, oh, I'm interested in that person. If you keep getting hit, mm. you just lose control.
0: Call of Cthulhu. All right. okay.
5: yeah, we're working, it. We're working it on it. Okay, game. okay.
2: Man, I'm having a rough day. <laughs> uh, Dan? Uh... New World of Darkness uh, spirit rolls because spirits are in a nut like th- that entire book can be reduced to spiritual dicks. That's <laughs> 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 basically what that book is. A lot down
5: of just to. World of Darkness in general. In general,
2: yeah, no, but spirits in specific—they're very.
5: Oh my God, they're.
2: Yeah. Have, <laughs> huge dick bags. Like I, I have a character. Yeah. I have a character who works for a very powerful spirit of hope. You would think that would be a lot more pleasant than it actually is. Because the, the spirit of hope only cares about people having hope. Well, ever since not it got elected about, to the White House, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but not about any kind of, you know, that hope being fulfilled in any way. It just wants the hope. So this kid is dying of terminal cancer it is my job to make that kid hope, no matter what. Even mm-hmm. though, and to make his family hope and make everything. So, same thing with love. A spirit of love in that game uh, would be horrifying, because all they care about is love. It doesn't matter That's to all them. All you need, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It does not matter to enough. them what what else is going on. You're married it doesn't care it wants you to fall in love with that one over there and it's going to make it happen you and you're going to feel like you will do anything for love yep exactly but <laughs> nice. you won't do but, that but yeah, yeah. that's 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 the system i would use uh, yeah
0: just, i mean the first the first step of that process is is asking the person could you be loved no. um bob marley reference you guys okay yeah. white people <laughs> jesus um okay uh so for- i got that reference Thank you. <laughs> God, if only some of you were from the Caribbean. Um, all right. So the follow-up question is for Angela, Daniel, Jesus, and myself. Angela, Daniel, Jesus. What?
2: We don't like you, Willing. What?
0: If Cupid was in the Billyverse, ah. where would you run into it and what would it look like?
5: Oh, God.
0: I'm going to say that it would probably – now, now – Generally we run into uh creatures that are not necessarily connected to its area. We had uh we had the ghosts from the from the uh hospital or the, the uh, wellness rehab. center. Yeah, the rehab. wellness yeah. center. <laughs> but then there was Camp Honey Branch, which was was basically like four hours of sequential uh left hooks and, and sharp turns. Um and we did not know what was going on. Even when it was over, it's like, Oh yeah. Wow, okay.
5: Got it.
3: Yeah. I got hit by a
5: truck.
0: Well,
3: yeah, I deserved. deserved it. It was a plant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was, God, I wish we could just summarize some of your Billyverse games in like 20 sentences. Yeah. yeah. It Honey a It's a plant. <laughs> it's a plant in the lake. Everyone knows. Yep. <laughs> Spoiler alert for, yep. for, for, uh, Camp Honey Branch. Um, I think that it would probably, uh, be in a high rise. Uh, of, like New York City or Chicago, like one of the top floors. I think part of the plot would be that this high rise was built at a specific space in a specific time so high up because it would catch falling angels uh, in order to uh, worship them. And on this top high rise, we would all play janitors or IT people or people working late, and we would be slowly hunted by what is effectively um, something in the body of a child uh, that has been uh, uh, no the body of a person that has been shrunk, um, so that like parts of them have been shriveled and mangled. Other parts are normal uh, height and uh, or height or width. Um, and it uh, instead of <clears throat> using a, a bow and arrow, um, when it touches you, it puts you into a fugue state that makes you believe in a totally different reality. Uh, and so as we would play the game, the, the creature would keep touching us and we would keep somewhat like Inception jumping into different and different and different fugue states, trying to get back to our original state in order to get the hell out of the building. Then you found out it's a plant. That we found out it's a plant. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> After a hero yours, I'll tell you mine, what, it, what Cupid really is. That would be, that was the idea. Yeah. I just, I, I, I just knew that you would slowly percolate. Yep. So while
5: Often, yes, Billy's monsters seem totally disconnected from uh, fr- from the setting. Uh, I know that Billy is a hopeless romantic, so I think if the monster is Cupid, it would be thematically connected. Billy also likes to put us in rural, abandoned places, so I am going to say it is the church in an abandoned mining town, and it is the Cupid is actually the spirit. Of the, uh, the school marm that came out west to try to civilize the Wild West. She was uh, a mail order bride. And when she got there, there was no love waiting for her. And mm-hmm. so now she draws lonely hearts out west, just like she was drawn so many years ago. And she murders them. So they join her in eternity. Oh, my
0: God. in the name of the game is owner of a lonely heart. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, is this? I
2: honestly got nothing. Oh,
0: Don't fuck know. you, no. <laughs> you'll go after Dan. I know you'll get, You'll come up with something. All right.
2: So, hmm, a Cupid-type thing of some kind. Um, <laughs> hmm, a Cupid-type thing? Yeah, I can build something. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, actually, uh, there's something in the water. There is literally something in the water. Uh, it's a plant. <laughs> it might be a, might be a plant. Uh, kind of like, uh, the whole, uh, tassoplasmosis thing that happens with mm-hmm. cats. Uh, well, kind of like that, but for humans, turns out this, this, this parasite and its life cycle, it, 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 like, like many actual like, uh, parasites, uh, they control the brain. Uh, so people start uh, as they, uh, you know, once this parasite infects the, the, the water table of the town, mm-hmm. uh, people, uh, start, uh, hooking up in really inappropriate ways. Like little, little old, uh, lady hooking up with the town priest, uh, men cheating on, on their wives, uh, uh, you know, teachers sleeping with students, all sorts of really, uh, crazy things and nobody can explain it and as as the game goes on uh you discover uh when you actually catch a couple of these uh people sort of in the act that uh, as soon as it's about to be uh consummated as well, the people freeze and their heads start bulging ah! and they crack open and out come these parasites who mm-hmm. then actually do the 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 mating ah! uh, because they require people, and so people were hooking up because the parasites are uh, let you out pheromones. Yeah, no. They let out pheromones when they find their actual uh the 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 you know the one they match with. I didn't oh, like gosh. it at first, and now I'm wildly turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, it was for you,
0: man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, talk about skull fucking. Am I right? <laughs> I got one of the possibilities. <laughs> uh, there's been numerous
4: reports of uh babies being uh, abandoned within the homes of parents disappearing left and right. As the story unfolds, you find out that a lot of these parents have been going to a nearby cemetery. Mm-hmm uh and there's actually they're surrounding what is actually the the grave of an abandoned baby no one knows where the parents are and eventually you find out that the baby somehow is somehow alive yet dead and is actually going through these numerous children these numerous babies these families and using them to influence the the parents making transferring their love from the ba- their baby to like the baby inside the cemetery and as they move over there the Basically, uh, they become consumed with this love and eventually turns them into some rabid monsters to protect and everyone, any, that
0: cemetery from monsters all around and people all around. All right. So the man himself, we've all given our ideas. Mm-hmm. I got really nothing for you guys. Those are some uh-huh. really
3: good ones. It starts out where you wake up, <laughs> you wake up in a minivan. You, in a minivan. Uh, you are a family. uh It doesn't need to be all family. Some of you could be friends. But basically, you are traveling out west to visit – I don't know, uh, the Grand Canyon. Why not? And you, of course, uh, the fog got too di- deep. You tried sleeping on the side of the road. And when you woke up, uh, the fog had, you had found your minivan in the middle of the street of an abandoned, I'd say mining town. That sounds fun. And your child has gone missing. Your two year old has gone missing. And as you search this mining town, uh, chasing after this, uh, this child that just keeps on just you, you see him, you know, turn the corner and then you run out and then it's empty. Uh, you are slowly being hunted down by a man with the bow. And later on you find out that, uh, you have been dead for God knows how long and that child was the only one that survived and he's here to give you actually respite.
0: Nice. Mm. I like that a lot. Yep. You're welcome.
4: Ah, from <laughs> the master.
0: Nice work. I like, I like being hunted by our own kid. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, terrifying, Cupid question. That was, <laughs> nice work, David. Um, um, okay. So, uh, to, to finish off, uh, and this, I'm going to expand this to not just tabletop, uh, RPGs, but to all tabletop games. In fact, one we will probably engage in after this recording. Uh, what in your honest opinion? Thank you, Love Train. Mm-hmm. Um, choo Choo-choo. choo. I come choose on in the train. Oh. Choose you. oh my god. Amazing. Uh, oh! Simpsons. Shit! Yep. After this, can we make fandible Valentines and put them on, uh, put them as the picture <laughs> oh for my this? Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Okay, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. We're doing that. Okay, so, uh, so what is the best game for love connections? Tabletop, gaming, board gaming, card gaming, um. Twister? <laughs> <laughs> Really? I feel like that is exactly what will tell a woman not to get involved with me. Okay, first of all, I'm colorblind, so let's put that exposure out there. I'm not flexible. I have frail little T-Rex arms. What am I advertising there? If you're looking for something that will shatter like a Ming vase. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm a little bit more confident in my abilities. Nope. So, (laughs) Twister.
3: That or the Game of Life, because I'd like to show her that I'm responsible.
1: Oh, we're nice. gonna have twelve kids we have a new car <laughs> <laughs> all right, <Ed>.
5: Help me. <laughs> um i ooh sorry because ah. I want to know how you deal with adversity mm. and being sent all the way back to the beginning and
0: how well can and often
2: can you say the title? <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. that's the
5: ultimate test. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, to paraphrase a popular pop song, uh, your body is a candy land. Nice. Ooh. So, yeah, that's, that's it. I like he it. We just
5: wanted a, a candy pun. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. That's sweet. I would say go
4: fish mm-hmm. because if you can be around someone with one of the most boring games ever imagined, mm-hmm. that's love right there. Uh, um, we didn't say Monopoly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
5: I very specifically, did not choose Monopoly because yeah. that's how you ruin yes. relationships. Oi. Fuck you! And mm-hmm. Fuck your life, yeah. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: right. stealing
3: twenties. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Who made you the banker? Yeah. Why are you always you're the reason there was a recession?
0: No. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of torn uh, between uh, a a uh, gambling game and a, like a more nerdy game. So so initially I would say Texas Hold'em poker because I think that – Strip um, poker. Um, possibly, maybe. I don't know. Uh, then everybody sees that I wear no less than five pairs of long johns underneath <laughs> my pants at all times. That's a Maynard thing. Yeah, exactly.
3: Just a mainer thing. Yeah.
0: Why is the last pair of flame retardant slacks? <laughs> I had to layer, there might be a fire. What? Um, so I would say I, I love I love uh, Texas Hold'em poker. Um, I just think that somebody knows how to play that game It's really sexy, um, and uh, and so I, I really I really like the bluffing and the betting and everything like that. I think a a good game that I lose at with Texas Hold'em is much preferable. Like I'll gladly lose my ten dollar buy-in um, than than like dominate dominating at the game and not really having much of an interaction. Um, but for the more nerdy side, I would probably say um, Cards Against Humanity because it shows someone's um, shows someone's sense of humor. And as you guys know, like I, there's two sides of my brain. There's a side that says physically this person's attractive, and then the other side is like, yeah, but if I'm the only one talking, then it's basically just you know, it's 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 not as much fun intellectually for me. I want to see what where someone's uh, where someone's sense of humor goes when allowed no holds barred. Uh, so I'd say, yeah, Texas Hold'em and uh, Cards Against Humanity. And, um, uh, oh, uh, there's a game for My My Little Pony, right? Because I'd probably say <laughs> that one, too. Yeah, because that one would just, you know, that would be sexy as hell.
5: Rather than Cards Against Humanity, a, a similar game, um, we've played it once and Billy's never allowed to play anymore. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Slash. Oh, my oh God, God, Slash, Slash. so much fun. Yeah. The point yeah. is to tell stories about how these very unlikely people come together. I played
3: that game. Along with the rules, and you got angry for no reason.
0: No, Billy nice we, Billy well, she had reason. Yep. Revolutionized she that game, and I forever will respect him. Yeah. Just the balls on this yeah. man! <laughs> <laughs> like All you should. I seriously, if you had been had to sleep on the couch, I would have just followed your footsteps with rose petals. Yeah. That was the most amazing antagonism. <laughs>
3: I don't know what to tell you, but meeting on Craigslist uh, <laughs> and having sex is a legitimate way of doing things in that game. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah.
5: Every time? Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. It's a very lonely well, you world.
0: You tie in. You would go on these amazing ex- just expeditions into the mind, and it would always somehow circle back to Gets on a computer and goes to lookingsingle.com. <laughs>
5: until, until he for, when started to forgo the long stories. I mean, and just, just like. like up, yeah. And goes they, on Craigslist, fucks it, yeah.
0: it yeah.
5: it <laughs> <laughs> fucks it up on Fucks it up. God
0: damn it. Okay, can we – all right, let's shut this down and play that game because yeah, yeah. now I want to play yeah. that game again. No, because you play – because everybody chooses yours. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's only because I was the – before you started doing your thing, mine was guys, guys. He fucks blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Remember? It's like guys, guys. He fucks Mary que- Queen of Scots. That was like my – that was my thing. I was just get really excited and then say who he has sex with yeah. or she has sex with. Um All right, so – Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Fanable.com, Live Role Playing Podcast with another edition of Geeky Topics Roundtable Discussion. Thank you very much for listening. If you like what you hear, you might like what you also hear on our site, fandable.com, where we have live role-playing recordings. We also have the Fanda blog where we post many intellectually stimulating words. Hmm. Uh, we also have Fandy Games where we feature two games. That would be Horatio's story made by our own Billy. And Fandable 2048 made by our own jesus el capitan uh we also if you're uh uh, we have uh the FantaTube. sorry uh not FantaTube. it's a it's a youtube channel with Fandable uh that's by the time this post i think we'll also have my beautiful face on it um and face face (laughs) um And if you like what we we do here, and you'd like to support us to uh, help us keep the lights on, help feed us, or ideally be able to meet you nice people at conventions in the East Coast or all around the world at some point, then consider donating to our Patreon. It's uh, how we fund ourselves, how we fund the website, and uh, these wonderful microphones that you hear, and it allows us to get these games that we then review for your listening pleasure. If a long-term relationship, financially or otherwise, is not your bag, I understand, mm-hmm. then consider going to our uh, PayPal button uh, and uh, just giving us a one-time donation. Just the tip. See how it feels. Uh, and, um, and we also have an Amazon. Do we still have an Amazon? It's No, uh, we don't. That's weird. We're still having complications. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's complicated. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Amazon hasn't called us back, you guys, so yeah. we're feeling a little left out.
3: Oh, shit, have we forgot Kevin Smith? Uh, uh, okay, Kev- we'll, we'll get him next time. Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin, next time. Next yeah, time. Yep. Sorry,
0: man. Okay, look, pretty
5: uh, that's sure fun. sure we saved him a slice of pizza.
4: Maybe not. Uh, shit. Yeah, I'm, okay,
0: well, if you want to give Kevin another <laughs> slice of pizza, then consider donating to our Patreon. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and, uh, and if you don't want to give us any sort of financial support, totally cool we understand then talk us up on other forums talk to us uh talk about us to your friends your family your enemies send them an arrow with a flaming note attached that says love cupid motherfucker (laughs) and you know we want to try to build a community so that we can have more of a robust discussion and you can say i was one of the first motherfuckers uh, and finally, if you have anything you want to say to us, then please leave it in the comment section below. And I will leave you with this final question: I'd like to see, um, I would like to uh, see answered in the comments section, if there is going to be a, if there is going to be a death scene for one of our long-term characters, who would they, who would they
3: profess their? Love thank to? you,
0: profess their love to. The heavens, uh, about to the heavens. Who would they profess their love about to the heavens? What character you can jump? Characters you can jump. Games you can jump. Jump realities. Just don't jump the shark. Yes, mm. because profe- Professor Danda <laughs> was never a player character. <laughs> yeah. So on behalf of Fandible.com, I am Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Distractionista.
3: You can. This is Billy. You can find me on Twitter at the Mindful Fool.
5: This is Angela. I'm on Twitter at Angela Kraft. Uh,
2: this is Dan. I am on Twitter as at Catsushiro. Not safe for work.
0: Okay. Uh, say sushi. Confirm me on Twitter as at Arvandus. All right, and thank you very much for listening. And have a nice day. Cupid, draw back, back your bow and let your arrow go
4: straight to my lover's heart for me. This is a song, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my Sam God. fucking Cook! What the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh,
0: my God! Right. I, get me my bow and arrow! <laughs>